What's up, YouTube? It's your boy again. Come back to another video on this channel. Um, yes, we are officially back from our two or three week hiatus. Um, everyone was busy doing other things, so we couldn't get any time to record and uh, all that stuff. Um, also, some news: uh, Pranav, aka the hacker, um, is taking a sabbatical. He's dealing with a lot of stuff right now, um, so he's decided. You know what? I'm, I'm going to take away step away from the podcast for a while but he will be back hopefully sooner than later but anyways as always i'm the rhino and 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 this is a really good thing if i'm introducing one of our newest and latest and greatest hosts sneha gandhi welcome to being on this side of the table thank you thank you it's great to be here thank you for Thank you for supporting me on yeah. this journey. I'm glad to be a part of the team. Right, and no worries. Um, so let's make it official. What AKA are you going with? I know Victor is going as the bad. I'm obviously going as the rhino. Pranav is obviously the hacker. And Sneha Gandhi is the? I am going to go by Empower. Uh, that is my... Um, that's my moniker for my business. And that's that's how I live uh, every single day. So I empower others through my, my work. So that's that's the name I'm going with. Cool. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, we're gonna put Sneha's Gandhi, uh, Empower, sorry, Sneha Gandhi's AKA Empower's uh, Instagram and all that social media stuff in the description box down below. Um, but if, if you're listening on, wherever podcasts are sold, your social media information is? My social media information, for those of you that are out there listening, is at empoweru underscore agency. That's where you can find me at, or rather on Instagram. So that's at empoweru underscore agency. Again, that'll be in the comments below when this is published. Um, and you can also find me on Facebook at uh, Sneha Gandhi White. That is my name there. And of course, LinkedIn as well as Sneha Gandhi. So feel free to look me up, reach out to me, and I'm happy to connect. Right. Um, I will also put Pranab, aka the hacker, as well as the bats, aka Victor, in the social media description box down below on YouTube. And as we have mentioned before, we have we know all of our social media information, which I will again mention, we'll mention at the end of at the end of the video again just a refresher well yeah it's, well, it's really exciting to have another host on the show um yeah let's get this uh, show on the road so let's talk about dating during these stressful times and non-stressful times <laughs> so yes yes yeah. dating is dating is a complex one that's yeah. a topic that can go in so many different directions right audience you all know what yeah. that's like right dating is oh what is dating neuron yeah um dating could dating means different things to different people from what i understand it i know mm -hmm. i know we're children of immigrants so from india and we we our parents and our other family members from india grew up with a guy or a man and a woman get married and have kids that's it that's the only type of relationship there is and that's it and we we meaning Pranav, Victor, myself, uh, Sneha and other people who are born outside India will say 
a ma uh, gay marriage is okay. Uh, transgender is okay. Having a relationship with some XYZ mm -hmm. person is okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess we have to first define what we mean by dating. Right. So um, I, again, I don't care if you're gay or not. If you're the only issue I would have if is if it's consensual between two adults, that's it. If it's not consensual, number one, and not consensual between two adults, we got a problem, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. Consent is a big issue. That's a that's a discussion that's been coming up quite a bit. And uh, that's kind of given way to the Me Too movement over the past mm -hmm. uh, couple of years. So absolutely, absolutely. As long as both parties are fully aware of what's going on and they're fully invested in it, then there's no reason why anyone else should have a say in what goes on. As long as you're right. to each other and those around you, that's right. that's my take on it as well. Yeah. So um, in, let's just start off with more of the easier, I don't want to say easier, but more, uh, I'll, I'm going to go with the easier uh, form of dating between a man and woman. Then we can discuss between to men, to women, other things later on in this conversation, or maybe in the future podcast. But let's start mm -hmm. off with the most easiest one, in my opinion, a, a okay. relationship between a man and a woman. So I was just going to say, how would, uh, I know like our parents and other, uh, I guess in more American or non-traditional ways, going to a woman or going to X person at a bar or picking up, talking to somebody on an app. So what's your experience dating in your life? Um, to be honest, um, I met my now husband the very, the old fashioned way through a friend. So I did not, I wasn't really someone who got into the whole app thing and all of that new age stuff. And I say new age because um, we have been seeing each other for going on 12 years next month. So that this was like when we first started seeing each other was just before all of this whole dating online, meeting everyone, that kind of was really becoming um, the new normal. So for me, my experience is you meet through friends, you see if you hit it off, you uh, talk to one another, you spend time, you see if you have enough in common, and you really build that foundation. And that sounds uh, to today's listeners and today's um, you know young people, I know that sounds like a new concept, but for me, I still think that's a great concept uh, just because it gives you you know, more credibility when you meet someone. And um, I don't know, it just, it, I guess in my case, it really worked out for me. Um, you know, took my time. Uh, he, you know, we started off as friends. He became my best friend. And um, now he's my number one person. But I really feel like, yeah, we, we met the old fashioned way, whatever that means. Um, but uh, I will comment on, uh, Rhino, I've, I will comment on the fact that you've mentioned several times about how our generation, at least like living in the US, we don't date. I would have to say that, that that's not just because we're in the US. Um, I would say courtship and seeing one another 
that is part of our generation in general these days. I would say that for our parents, absolutely, there was no sense of dating. Um, I completely understand that. My parents as well, they um, talked about the major issues and um, then just decided to go forward. But um, yes, in their day, in their time, absolutely, dating was not something that we did. However, for those in their 20s and 30s currently, and those um, younger, dating is very much uh, a part of everyday life. Um, you know, my cousins and uh, their friends, it's something that we do. We don't necessarily say um, boyfriend and girlfriend all the time, but we do spend more time with one person over others and, um, you know, and see if it leads to you know, a long-term relationship, which I guess in this case would be marriage. But um, I, I would have to disagree with you there and say that those in our generation are doing it differently now. And there is an idea of dating. It may not be exclusively stated that it is dating, but it is dating. And um, it's kind of a nice and refreshing change because I think you should get to know your partner and sh you should weather seasons through them before you decide to commit yourself to that one person because um surprises do happen and things come up and in a partnership uh you want to make sure that you're with the right person right right um so yeah that's actually an interesting take because i i know our generation is obviously different from our parents generation and mm -hmm. uh, the next generation that we have is obviously going to be different from us so you can actually see that with between millennials and gen z or whatever the right verbiage is so it's pretty interesting right, right, right. so i guess the next thing for me is what happens between dating on an app like bumble mm -hmm. tinder mm -hmm. or whatever right right, app right. You, again not a sponsor but to anyone watching who works at any of these app companies dating app companies feel right. free to sponsor this video please um how is that different from going to XYZ bar or meeting, meeting, meeting someone through friends or something else like that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Um, I would love to hear, hear your take on it first. Um, what, what do you think? What's the difference between meeting via an app or meeting through your, you know, your organic network, right? What is, uh, what's your take on it? So like my take is if you're meeting through friends or family, um, you mm -hmm. have someone who can vouch for you, vouch for your personality, right. vouch for right. your intelligence or whatever you're looking for. Right. But if you're meeting through an app like Bumble or mm -hmm. Hitch mm -hmm. or whatever, then you don't have that reliability or you don't have that guarantee from a mutual friend or mutual family member saying, hey, this person is good. This kid is Right, right. Whatever. so that's just my thing uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah no I I I agree I agree with that I see where you're coming from I think um you know if you rely on your network then it's more trustworthy right if it's someone that's been recommended to you via you know as a from one of your friends or one of your relatives and you're more willing to take a chance on it versus if it's online um through an algorithm you might be a little bit more skeptical yeah. But I can definitely, I will have to play, say, um, or play devil's advocate and say that I can see where 
um, people are coming from when they want to invest in an app and when they want to meet someone through that because, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something that you can do on the go, right? You can text someone, you can meet someone for coffee, you uh, count on, you know, certain sites, depending on what they are and certain um, networking or dating sites are more reliable than others, but you right. do, I think the more high, higher quality ones, um, from what I know of my friends, they require a background check. And that is something that is more thorough than your family member. And it's like, you know, if, uh, if they have some sort of record, if there's something that should be worrisome, it's brought to their attention before this person can even um, use their system, which right. is that, that that's, that's kind of comforting. You know, it's, um, it's concerning that we have to go to those lengths, but it's also comforting because if it does work out, you don't want a surprise like that in your life at any time, right? Right. Last thing a person needs is for to date somebody who you thought was one way, then end up being totally different. Oh yeah, yeah. That's um, as my dad um, used to say to me growing up. He likes surprises, but not bad surprises. So yeah, yeah. a bad surprise like that could be a shock to your system, one that yeah. you might not recover from. So yes. I agree with you there. I agree there. Yeah, because I I don't know I know like um, he's one of these uh. A high profile murderers like I think it was not I don't want to say Ted Bundy but one of these guys I forgot his name ended up getting arrested because he ended up being on a dating show in like the 60s or mm -hmm. 70s or something and mm -hmm. someone recognized him and he ended up getting arrested because of that and I'm just kind of like holy crap yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that so. can be, you know it's it, it's it's interesting right how life works out it's it's incredibly interesting so i think it's really yeah. just up to it's up to us to make the call and there's no perfect way i you know i wouldn't i'm not going to say that just because i met the old-fashioned way means that right. that's going to work for everyone or exactly. i'm not going to say that meeting through an app is going to meet forever work for everyone right. but i think in today's world you definitely have to find what works for you and just run with it you know, right. and um, just make the right choices, be smart, be aware, and uh, hope be that that's safe. enough. Yeah, be safe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, for everyone, I would say that if you're looking to find your next, um, your next person or your other half or what have you, yeah. um, you know, just meet in public spaces, um, be aware of everything. Don't be too paranoid, but um, just be aware be aware right. and enjoy yourself and, right. um, you know, and just look for the right person because I'll tell you what, it's easy to flirt with a text. It's easy to uh, make someone feel good in text messages. That's, that, that's the easy part, but it's really, if a person can show that they are with that they are willing to weather storms with you right. and, um, get to know a person, take your time. I would say date, you know, really get to know each other. Do not rush into it. Um, yes, I agree. There are many people that, are, that will say that when you know, you know, and, um, you know, and I'll say that I, I always enjoy the company of my, of my husband. He's, he's always been, you know, just so easy to talk to and we've always, um, gotten along, but, um, you know, I would definitely say that every experience that I went through with him, 
and that he went through with me really showed us that, hey, we can do this together. We can conquer this as well. You know, we've got, we've experienced uh, the loss of grandparents together. We've experienced the loss of friends. We've experienced, um, you know, failure in a number of different ways. And just seeing how one another, how we respond to things, right? How we respond to everything. So whether it's running late to a party or um, messing up a meal or, you know, cooking or, you know, just an argument with a family member or our parents or what, whatever the issue is, it's seeing how the other person responds and seeing if that's something that you can deal with and uh, vice versa, right? right? You want to experience that over a period of time because the honeymoon phase, let me tell you, the first three months, three months, six months, it's really easy to say, hey, I love this person. I like this person. And emotions are there. But psychologically, you have to make a conscious choice to choose this person day in and day out. And to say, hey, I'm committed to you no matter what. Right. And for that person to do the same for you. And you will only know that over time. So, um, you know, I would urge everyone, you know, take your time. Take your not time getting to know each other. Really, really take your time, and there's no rush. Yeah, it's um what my grandfather used to say. There's no hurry for curry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very true because you the last thing you want to do is make a mistake or end up realizing you effed up somewhere along the line and wish you never met said person. So, but yeah, that's just yeah. my own thing. No, no, I understand that. But, you know, um, you know, un- unboxing that you, you have to take a little bit of a risk in order to find out the truth, in order to see if there's something waiting for you. You know, you, I, I will, I will go with the adage, um, or the adage of uh, there's no risk without, there's no reward without risk, right? So it's like, right. you have to take a risk sometimes. And even if it doesn't seem logical, you have to go for it. And like, you know, I would say I have a friend who um, who is seeing someone, you know, and they met during the COVID pandemic and um, they met via some app, but um they seem to really like each other. They seem to have a lot in common uh, via the messages that they're sending to each other and the time, you know, what have you. But but due to COVID, they haven't gotten a chance to really meet in person. And um, my my advice to them and to people like them is to say, you know what, Um, let one or two friends know where you're going and go and meet them in public, like uh, make sure that they know, or even have a friend in the background, um, you know, like go for coffee or something, but make sure that you have people who know your, who know your truth, know your story. Because I think sometimes we don't want to tell the people in our, like that closest to us because we're ashamed. We're like, oh, what if it doesn't work out? I don't want to tell them unless it's perfect and this and that. But really we have to have at least a few people in our circle who we feel like we can trust. And, um, you know, I'll say like for my own relationship in the very beginning, I wasn't sure how it was going to pan out. So I didn't want to tell people, you know, I was very protective of it. And um, I I initially didn't say, you know, much, but I did tell um, a couple of my good friends and I made sure that they were present and we would go out on 
group dates or just like group hangouts. And I think that's really the way to go because you want friends who have your best interests at heart, you know, friends or a family to be a part of it with you because it's very easy to say that it's perfect when there's no one else around to mess it up. But really, as much as I understand where people are coming from, that's not realistic. You're never going to be in a bubble with just you and your partner or would-be partner forever. You know, you have to let them in. You have to welcome them in. And, um, you know, I'll say, you know, from, and again, this is all my own experience, but with my husband at our house, like we're great and we love each other, but then we also, now we know that we have to let other people in sometimes. And, you know, we have certain friends that, you know, we really were very close to and we spend time with them on a regular basis. And, um, you have to see how that dynamic works out too. Like, do you, do you and your spouse get along with other people together? Can you do that? Because again, it's a long-term commitment that you're making to one person and, um, you want to make sure that you can, you can handle life, you know, you can conquer things together as a team, as a unit. Right. Um, I don't know, Rhino, what, what do you think? As a straight gangster. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, you're a team, right? So what's, uh, what do you think? Do you, do you agree? Do you disagree? I I agree with you mainly because like, I think that you should remain loyal to whoever wants to be loyal to you. Like, Right. 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 Like if I just say you have a really good friend who you consider not just a friend, like family, like that kind mm-hmm. of level of friendship. Right. 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 And we right. both have friends who who are like that. Like I consider, for example, I consider you my own, like my blood, like my own sister. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know. With, I know. I feel the same. And same thing with the the, the bad and the hacker because I feel like I treat them like my own siblings so that's why you have we mm-hmm. have this natural chemistry together right right so I mean chemistry in like is very important to a relationship regardless if it's romantic friendly family mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it because the last thing you want to do is be in a relationship with someone just because your mom and dad told you or because it looks nice or just because somebody else like looks like looks good or whatever you want to say right right. but if you actually and then that will only end up in one or one of two places either you'll both be resentful of each other which is a very bad place to be in general Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. or option two which is more likely is that you two will find someone else to be in love with and you guys wouldn't be together right yeah And the reason I say somebody else is because I know out of like outside the more conservative countries like India or the Middle East or wherever, um, homosexuality is a crime or a sin or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Because I know mm-hmm. a lot of Muslim countries and a lot of Indian country or India, I was going to say Indian countries, but a lot of Muslim countries will punish you one way or another for being a certain having a certain sexual identity but here Mm -hmm. in the united states canada most of western europe it's like as long as you're not killing somebody we don't care kind of a thing it's it's more accepted i wouldn't say that it's in it's entirely accepted but it's more accepted and i think that's a good thing Um, no i I agree with that Mm -hmm. agree agree yeah so and then 
I, even here in the United States, we, we know people mm-hmm. who are anti-LGBT, who are anti-transgender, um, who are anti-a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I mean, in my opinion, there's worse things to worry about than two guys getting married to each other or whatever, in my opinion. Right, right. No, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's all about perspective, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, going, going back to loyalty in your own network, um, what advice would you give to people who feel like they want to stay in their own bubble of like love and perfection, right? With their person. And they're like, no, I don't like, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've heard where people say, no, I don't want to mess it up by getting family involved, or I want, don't want to do this by, you know, doing this. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I am all about boundaries. I have them right. myself, but I also feel like you should let someone else in. Like it can't just be a party of two forever. You should have at least one or two other people who right. are in your corner, um, whether they are your chosen family or your blood family or yeah. whatever it is. Um, exactly, exactly. You do need to have other people there, but that's that's my take on it. What about, what about you? Like my thing, I kind of come from... I like what Steve Harvey said. He said, um, make a two-handed circle in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because, it, again, this is more, what I'm talking about is more for, like, if you're being in love for more than three or four days or three or four months, this is, like, something long-term. Right. So it's kind of like, just make a two-handed circle. Because the, my thing is, like, if you involve too many people in your relationships, you're going to be too many people's opinions about your relationships when it come out. Right, right, um, like, right. So like one family member in may not say, hey, you have to get married to, like, for example, like I have, uh, I know um, so a lot of my Indian friends have these relatives that say you can only get married to a Hindu Indian girl from this caste, from this portion of life kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, from, mm-hmm. And then and then I have family members, or I, I don't want to say if I have, but I know of family members in across all families that say, as long as you love each other, as long as you guys don't do anything stupid, you're good. <laughs> right. So we both have that extreme. Uh, we both know right, of right. both extremes. No, we do. We do. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of like, for me, it's like, if you love each other, doesn't matter who it's with and it's unconditional it's un thing and you have someone loyal to you like uh, a best friend or a family member Mm -hmm. a cousin a brother Mm -hmm. sister whoever who would literally pull back the metaphorical rubber band and hit you within you're still there Mm -hmm. you you're good (laughs) right right yeah because the last thing is like I said before, the last thing you need to do is fall in love with somebody who is not right for you. Right, right. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I, I, I hear what you're saying. You, um, I think in a variety of different ways, you just said um, less, pe- less involvement. And I, I completely agree with you. You don't need to have, you know, a family circus involved in your relationship. I completely yeah. agree. I mean, in my case, I uh, we limit it quite a bit to right. just a few select 
uh, people that really know all of the details. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, you know, we have this thing that really only he and I need to know all of our details. Um, And, uh, you know, we don't even, that doesn't even go up to even, you know, the parents and that that's the way that it should be because we're in a partnership with one another and um, we need to make sure that we are okay. And whatever we agree to share with the world is whatever we as a team have agreed to share with the world. So I completely understand where you're coming from. Um, But there are a select few that, you know, that we do talk to and that we do let in on certain things just to have that sense of security and support. But again, it doesn't mean that it's like even five people, even more than that. Like it's, uh, uh, you know, I really do believe that less is more. Um, Though I do think that you should have like one or two people. I don't think that you need the whole world to approve your relationship for you to continue your relationship. I do agree with you there. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where my, my, my head's at, because I feel like if you involve your parents who may not be supportive of your relationship, they'll try to, they may poison your relationship or whatever the right words are here to kind of get you guys to split up and have imposed their will. And then you have some parents who are like, all right, you two love each other. You two won't F anything up or fuck anything up. Do as you see fit <laughs> and can't like bite their tongue. Right, so, right. And we both know people. Right. No, no we do. We do. We do. So, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely think it's luck of the draw sometimes with that. And, um, you know, and I've, I've experienced that. Um, firsthand where you know both sides they were very hesitant because in my case it's uh you know forget caste system it's a huge cultural difference mm-hmm. um and initially both parties were very protective of us you know yeah. and uh but it's over the years we have become you know this uh, magical blended family and we are both loved unconditionally by, uh, you know, by each other's families, which is right. incredible. Like we've been welcomed full, you know, full circle, which is so rare, but I will say that it took some time. And initially there was quite a bit of hesitance based on um, the things that each party had heard and had seen, um, you know, in their circles or on the news or what have you. And it's sad, but I know that we're not the only case. I mean, I talk to couples all the time. I'm part of uh, groups where we discuss the differences, right, culturally and just how our families responded and do respond to certain things. And uh, really at the end of the day, it's about you and your partner as a couple and learning how to deal with that and learning how to cope. And in our case, um, we had to have a discussion that, hey, listen, no matter what, we're going to see this through. And everyone's going to have an opinion. They're going to tell us one way or another, but we have to choose ourselves at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot easier said than done, but it is a choice that we made and we have not regretted it. It's, um, there have been moments where it's very hard because we're like, oh my gosh, they, they're so, they're so clueless. They, they think this way and it's not okay. And we don't think that way at all. And it's hard, but at the end of the day, we know that we come first and that we love one another. And um, really, I do believe that if you love each other, 
And if you're willing to acknowledge that it's a choice to love each other every single day, you right. can get through anything. Mm -hmm. um, I really do believe in that. I don't think love is all you need, but I think love is a big part of it. And I think if you can love, respect, and understand one another, you can get through anything. And then laugh, you know, just right. <laughs> laughter and uh, being friends. I mean, he is my favorite person to wake up to. He's my favorite person to go to sleep next to because he understands me and he um, is, uh, he's my best friend through and through. And yes, I have oh, other friends, but huh? I said, oh, get a room. Well, I'm just, I'm just telling you that, you know, I really do think that everyone who is in a long-term relationship, yeah. they might understand that we always say like, oh, you need your girls or, oh, you need your guys or whatever it is. And yes, those people are very important. I have, yeah. um, we both have an incredible support network, but at the end of the day, he is the only person that I would ever want to go through. You know, the way that I'll say is go through COVID quarantine with ever, you know, over again. So. Um, you know, because we understand yeah. each other, we get each other. So that that's what I'm saying is that, uh, yes, yeah. He, go ahead. He's one, he's one of the people you can go to the gates of hell with and conquer hell with. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and I feel like we've done that in reality as well. So um, I I would definitely say so. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So I know we mentioned the caste system a couple of times during this conversation. Yeah. Um, so for those of us, for those of you watching and listening who may not know what the caste system is, it's, um, a, I want to say it's a, something that's there, but it's not, it's dying at the same time with the, with the younger generations. But mm -hmm. basically it's like, mm -hmm. uh, I want to say, I don't know if it's a Hindu philosophy or some other philosophy. It's basically, mm -hmm. you're basically born into four or five castes, depending on how you count it. And you're not, you're not, basically you're not allowed to marry within the caste system, meaning like you can only date within your caste. You can't marry another caste or something else. Otherwise it's like, holy crap, you would like, what the hell? <laughs> it's very mm -hmm. like, especially for an Indian family, you're not supposed to do certain things. This is one of those things you're not supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, if, yeah. You're wondering, yeah. if you're wondering why the hell, and this is so weird, Join the club. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I, I will agree with you that it is very much a thing. Um, it is not dying out though. I, I don't mm -hmm. think it's ever going to, and I'm not, I would not say that it is. I think there are still people who are killed for, for this. So that, so if that's still happening till the day that's, that's over, it's still there. Um, my parents are not, from the same cast and um that's a whole other story but they they fought to be together and um through various trials and tribulations they stuck it out and they have uh what is often called a love marriage and to a lot of people that sounds like okay that's what's what's the big deal but they despite um family wishes they stayed with each other and yes they struggled and they had these things but it wasn't it wasn't really because of that it was just because they're two different people right. and um these are issues that everyone goes through and that's something that I urge our generation to do more of I urge them to follow their hearts I urge them to be sensible and I urge them to not look at the caste or the race or the you know the ethnicity the heritage as a reason as why you should not be together. 
I urge you to just be open and see if your hearts are aligned, see if your values are aligned and see if your life goals are aligned. And if they are aligned, why should the rest of it matter? Um, you know, and whether you believe in a soulmate or not, um, you know, I, I don't know if I did before, but I know that with, in my case, my person gets me through and through even on yeah. topics that we've never talked about, we bring them up today. It's like, oh, you agree. Okay, great. And it's it's a nice feeling. But would he, would he have been someone that my community would have chosen for me? No. Would I have Probably been not. someone that his community chose for him? No. Probably not. But we found each other and he laughs that we were fated you know, to be because we were always in the same or similar circles or areas or locations and from birth. In fact, uh, we found out that we were born at the same hospital a few years apart and the same person signed off on our birth certificates. And we were like, oh my God, that is so cool. So it's like, that's what my husband says. Yeah. He's like, he's like, we were meant to be together. I'm like, you know what? I think you're, I think you're right. So it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, cool. I don't, um, you know, if we, uh, ever go down the line of you know being parents I don't think they'll experience the same thing but I still think it's a it's pretty cool it's, it's kind of like a fun fact to say it's like oh same person signed up on their birth certificates they're born in the same hospital um a few years apart and um and the funny thing is is we though we are a few years apart our parents are all the same age so um yeah that's the funny thing it's oh, like uh, his parents his parents met a few years earlier and they had him right away. And if right. my parents had had me, like had met a few years earlier and had me right away, we would have been the same age. But right. because they didn't, we're a few years apart. But um, it's, uh, it's just kind of funny, right? It's like, it's funny the way that life works out. But um, what I would say is that don't necessarily follow the beat of your family in order to make generational change. Uh, like Rhino is saying, you need to follow your own path. You need to go with what feels good to you in your heart. And if that means falling in love with someone that maybe on paper doesn't sound good, but, um, but if you have a true genuine connection with that person and you can make it work, mm -hmm. go for it. Because sometimes the on paper relationship is not the one that's going to bring you joy and laughter in times of need. Um, you know, think back to this past year with COVID, you, we've been in quarantine, we've been trapped in our homes, we've been going back and forth. If you are with someone right now, is this somebody that you think you could do this all over again with? Is this someone that you think you could go through the trials of life with all over again? I mean, in my case, uh, I would say absolutely yes. Um, initially it was hard, but we were like, oh my God, we, we did this together. And it was um, him, myself and our two kitty cats. And it's like, we, we actually became stronger. We became a more powerful um, team as a, yeah, as a, you know, a couple, exactly. As Rhino says, as, um, what do you say? Gangsters, right? So it's like, we, we know that we can handle anything together. And this year has been hard. It has not been easy, but with each other, it has been that much more bearable, right? We see each other right. every single day, right? He has his office, I have my office, but you know, think back to this year. Who would you want to spend every single day with? No questions asked. And could you deal with all their idiosyncrasies? That's the person 
And it, and the requirement shouldn't be that they look like me. It shouldn't be that my parents chose them for me. It shouldn't be my friends think that they're perfect. It's do the both of you agree? Does it make sense to you? Right. That's the bottom line. Because like I said before, if you're in a relationship for some other reason than you two like each other, you two can deal with each other. It's only going to end up one of two ways. You're going to despise each other for the rest of your lives or you're going to break apart. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. And, you know, and I, I really think it's uh, if the person can bring you laughter and, um, you know, and for me, I'm a big Harry Potter nerd, but it's like, if your friends can be like, if you can have a Hermione or a Ron or a Harry in your life and be like, you know what, you messed up, but let's, let, let's do, let's think of another plan or another plan of action or what have you. That's the kind of partner that you want because life is unpredictable. Um, you don't want someone who's going to bash on you every time you messed up. You want someone to be like, yeah, you messed up, but who doesn't? And, um, you know, move forward from there, right? Because nobody is perfect. We are all imperfect beings. Perfection does not exist. But if you can go through life as an imperfect being with another imperfect being, with that understanding of, hey, we might mess up sometimes, we might do it right sometimes, but at the end of the day, I will always choose you. You've got it made. Right. That makes the most sense to me, the way you said it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the advice that I tell people. I mean, with my clients, um, I tell them all the time, like, you want a partner that's going to be like, hey this is who you are. I accept you for you. You know, it's like in, uh, you know, no matter what, it's like, make sure that your partner doesn't hold you back. They should only enhance you. Um, they should only make add to your life. They should never try to tell you, Hey, don't do this. Don't do that because they're afraid of losing you, you know? And in my case, I'm a very opinionated person. I'm a very strong willed human being. Mm -hmm. And my husband knows this about me. But he doesn't try to change me. He just tries to support me. And he always says he's a silent partner in everything that, that I do. But he will never say, hey, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that unless he has a very good reason not to. He rarely tells me no. He just tells me, hey, can I come with you? Or, hey, this is how I would do it differently or whatever. But he would never tell me no. He supported me yeah. with my business, with my career, with everything. And I do the same for him. He's my number one priority. I'm his number one priority. And that's the kind of relationship that you want, no matter who you are, no matter what you're, you know, as Rhino mentioned earlier, sexual orientation, whatever, your partner, you should be the first priority to them, but then right. they should also be your first priority, right? Right. Um, it's like, I forgot the song and the artist who sang the song, but one of the lines is like, why would I mess with a woman who's not, who I'm not at the front of her mind or something like that? I forgot the exact wording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. <laughs> It is. It yeah. is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, man, I, uh, I'm just so excited for every single day, you know, and just for, for everyone out there, you know, for the listeners, right. it's like, I, I think that's a, that's a good piece of advice that we can offer them is find someone who can't stop thinking about you and uh who you can't stop thinking about you know it's um and who you always want to make laugh right laughter is such a big part of it and um 
And one thing that I will say is that I know that we are big on like, you know, chemistry, right? You, uh, Rhino mentioned chemistry earlier, but mm -hmm. that chemistry should be on so many different levels because um, physically, it, it realistically, it's not going to last forever. That's right. like the first door that you open. You go, oh, I think this person is quite attractive. Let's like pursue this. But if you can be attractive to one another on other levels, such as emotional, social, um, mentally, um, physically, spiritually, and exactly. If, if you can meet each other on those levels too, oh my gosh, you've got it made. And that's right. what you need to strive for because the physical can come and go and right. the physical is important, but your body is, your body is something that may change over time and will change over time. And you have to change with it. And it's your job to care for it. Absolutely. But if you can have yes. a mental connection with your partner, if you can have a social connection with your partner an emotional connection with your partner, a spiritual connection with them, you can go through anything together and nothing yeah. will face you. And you will always find a way to love each other and choose each other. Because again, as I've mentioned time and time again today is uh, you have to choose each other every single day, no yeah. matter what, you know, no matter how angry you are, whatever you have to say up. Oh, but would I want to start over with somebody else? Nope. Okay. Then you choose this person again today. And it's a subconscious choice you make. And I know, you know, Ryan is laughing, but I'm legitimately serious. Yeah. And like, for me, like I've never had a girlfriend, pre like romantic girlfriend like this ever. Right. right, right. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm almost, I'm going to be 29 in a few months. I'm more obviously more yeah. close to 30 than I am to 20. So that, that right. being said, if you're like in my situation where it's like, I want a girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, whatever, whatever, right. Right. don't fall in love with right. the first person you meet because that person may not be the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, but they could be, they could be, but I would say be cautious, be aware, yeah. just take your time and have a good time. Right. You know, um, that's right. what I would I'm, say. It's just, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying like, it's I mean, what I mean is don't fall in love with the first person you meet and think that this person mm -hmm. is the one. I don't mean like don't fall in love with the person at all. I'm saying like right, right. there's a 60-40 chance that this person may not be the person you put a ring on the same or like have a future with. I'm not saying there's right. zero chance. I'm just saying there's a not as much good. It's not as good of a chance as you uh, you find the one on the first try. Right, right. No, so you're saying, I, I, I hear what you're saying. You're saying, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're saying just be open to it, but don't be surprised if it doesn't work out that way. You know? Exactly, exactly. That's uh, the words I was that, trying that's to find. Yeah. No, I, I hear that. I hear that. And, you know, um, though uh, I've been with um, my, my person since um, my senior year of high school, I know that that's a rare thing. And I am never going to say, hey, everyone should do it that way because it's really right. about how it works out it's about the two different people who are within the relationship and what they're willing to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, um, we were able to survive and thrive and we made a conscious choice that no matter what we were gonna do that and not everyone is able to do that. And that's okay too. It's okay to have to fall and learn and uh, make mistakes as well, absolutely. Um, you know, just uh, be open to things, be open to possibilities, mm -hmm. but absolutely um, 
follow your heart. And if your heart takes you in one way, and if it's meant to be broken, you will always learn something from every circumstance. And what Rhino is saying is absolutely correct. It, uh, if it doesn't work out the first time, at least you learn something about it and you learned something about yourself and you should always be reflective as to why and how. And some people are only meant to be in your life for a season, as they say, and that's okay. You know, and that season could have been just what you needed to get ready for the next person who could very well be the one, as they say, right? Right. So it's like, I, I so I do martial arts, as many of you guys who are watching, listening. No, I do Kramaga, I do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I do kickboxing, Muay Thai. And um, it's, there's a saying at my gym that I've actually, or what I mean by saying my gym, I'm the only one who says it. It's either, and the saying goes, either you win and learn or you lose and learn. And either way, I'm going to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think that that's excellent advice. But, you know, I think, um, I think in your case, uh, when the time is right and when everything just works out, you know that everything up to that point, as you said, is a learning experience and will help you and will give you the strength that you need to push forward. And I believe that that is the case for everyone. Um, you know, myself included, yourself included. And um, if you have that mindset, life can be an incredible, incredible experience, no matter what, even through the good and the bad and, you know, the ugly ugly stuff that we don't want to face or fess up to. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I guess we'll end it here on that note. Um, maybe we'll, I think this will be uh, another mini series or it could be a potential series later sure. on the channel. But, um, but yeah, um, on that note, we'll end the conversation here for right now, just as a refresher for everyone who's watching and listening. Um, if you want to follow myself, the Rhino, you can find me on uh, Ryan, uh, Firehawk Archer One on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can find me on under Naranja Nakuma on Facebook. Um, you can or in, same thing with uh, Instagram. Not sorry, not Instagram. Uh, LinkedIn. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us meaning the podcast group. Uh, it's you can find us at the Rhino and the Bat Podcast on Instagram. Same thing with Twitter. And you can follow us on our Facebook page. Facebook's still a thing. Um, uh, yeah, you can find the bat on CoolVictor77 on Instagram. You can find uh, uh, pre-Krish, I think, uh, uh, on Instagram. Um, I'm going to put, all, and if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to put all the social media links in the description box down below so I can find everything there. Um, Sneha, again, what's your social media stuff again? Absolutely, absolutely. So for those of you listening, thank you for joining us today. Uh, my Instagram is at EmpireU underscore agency. My Facebook is Sneha Gandhi White and my LinkedIn is Sneha Gandhi. So feel free to look me up and connect uh, because I have um, a couple of mini series of my own that I will be launching and I'm looking for um, guests to uh, fill those spots as well. So yeah. um, as Ron said, we'll be talking about dating uh, together, but um, uh, I well. myself Exactly. Other things as well. So uh, one of the things is powerful women. If you have a story that you want to tell and you want to chat with me about it, uh, please hit me up. I would love to have you and, um, you know, and I would love to give you a platform to share your story for the world to hear. 
So hit me up and um, check out my Instagram for my coaching programs. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Yeah. And on that note, see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. Peace.